Hello everybody, welcome to Wallace World. Um, I've just been lazy and not doing shit with that podcast, and I'm sorry. I'll get back to it. Um, I'm going to talk about a couple of things I've been watching about football, about hockey. I haven't really watched the Mavs that much this, this year because it's only the first three games, and honestly, I don't really care about basketball right now. And, you know, I'll talk about tech and all that stuff. But I'm going to talk about, you know, what I've been going, doing for the past couple months and weeks. And that is, like, I've gone out and done, like, the fair. I did that twice. I went to, so I went Texas every weekend. And that was fun. That was fun as hell. You know, going to the fair, hanging out with my buddies who went to the Texas OU game. Shout out, I'm going to give a shout out to the Longhorn fans for whooping that ass against OU. And I wore a Texas Tech shirt to the fair that day. And they couldn't do a goddamn thing to me. No one talked shit to me. Because the last time I did that, I got shit talked by both schools. But Texas couldn't do shit to me. Oh, you could t- couldn't take shit to me. So it's fun wearing tech shit when one of them loses and you are beating one of the schools. Then a couple weeks later, I went to opening night for the Stars game with with the big kid, aka the oldest nephew, Taylor. That was fun. That was fun. You know, me and him, you, you go at least at least three games a year. Cause that's one. We'll probably go one in January. And then probably we'll go to another one in March for, for his birthday. Going to Stars game with, with him is probably like the coolest thing ever because that's our, that's our team. It's mine and his team. I've been taking him to Stars game since he was nine years old. So we've gone to at least, say, 12 games, if not more. And it's just me and him. One-on-one, just me and him. We talk about basketball. We talk about school. We talk about whatever he wants to talk about. And, you know, last year, around this time, we were getting ready to go to a bunch of Princeton games. Now I'm going to be going to both. Farmersville and Princeton because I got one kid in Farmersville and the other kid is in Princeton. So I'm going to be going to a lot of fucking basketball games in the next couple months. So that's going to be fun. Then I went to the fair again, but this time it was just a normal fair day. It was the day before they shut it down on Saturday. That was fun because we actually walked around the motherfucker and just pretty much we walked around the thing twice. So, we walked around, had have fun, you know, looking at all the new cars. I drove a Corvette, which is badass. And, you know, a bunch of, and we, we drove Silverados, and then we drove a Chevy Traverse, or Trailblazer, I, mean, I forgot which one it was. That thing was smooth. Like, that thing was... You didn't feel a thing in that that in that SUV. Then a couple hours later, 
we went and we got to go up in the air. Now, I did this twice. So I did it when I went to the OU Texas weekend, and I did it last Saturday, which is Dodge has this thing set up to where you can get in a, a TRX, a TRX F, uh, 1500, and you get to go up in the air. And they have two jumps. So they have one where it's like off of a turn where you jump and it's not that high. But then there's another turn that has a, a little, a, a pretty good, pretty, a pretty good distance from the turn to the jump to where you can get enough speed to go up even higher. That was fun. That was fun as hell. And, you know, that was really cool because you couldn't feel a damn thing. We did the, we did the jumps twice, and you cannot it, the the landing was so smooth it was so awesome. Shout out to the Texas State Fair for for you know being an every year event that I love going to. I just love going around, walking around and shit, talking to my buddies. Um. I did have a really cool idea for a costume this year, but I may wait until next year. And that is to be Mr. Clean for Halloween. So we'll see about that. I thought about being like Luther from the DC comic books. But I I don't really know. So let's talk about the stars. The stars... The Stars went one of the first three games of the year, and then they they lost the past couple of games because of overtime, because of them not scoring enough goals, that sort of thing. Uh, they lost to Minnesota. Oh wait, that's preseason. They lost to uh, Toronto, Ontario, the Emmett, the in Boston. So they lost to Toronto and Ottawa. My bad, Ottawa. And those those games were really really close. The wins, on the other hand, have been absolute ass kicking. The game I went to the opening night was against Nashville, who they they beat combined scored ninety two from the so Nashville had their their home opening night against us on the thirteenth and a couple weeks ago. Then we they turned around, came back to Dallas to play us again, and they got their ass kicked ninety two. That's a lot of fucking goals. Jake Ottinger had a. Save percentage of around like nine, nine sixty, or something like that. Combined with combining both games, then they played the Jets and won four to one against the All Stars coach, which which Rick Bonus, but he wasn't here. He was he didn't come to town that night, so we'll see him in a couple in about a month, month and a half. Which is in it's in December, the week before Christmas, or on Christmas night. No, that's November. My bad. 
in November. Then we got to play Washington and the Rangers and the Kings in the next three games. That means we got to play Alex Ovechkin, one of my favorite players from the NHL. He's been doing it for a long ass fucking time. He he, I don't know what he what scored, what number he's on the scoring list, but I know he's pretty fucking up there. Can he become the all-time scoring list scoring champion? Maybe we'll see. We'll see if if his body can hold up the so that many years. That way he can become such a an on like a a figure in hunting hockey history. He already is. He's won a Stanley Cup. He he's done everything he could to win another one. Like he got so close the past four or five years that he just went into a, a juggernaut. Whether that's Tampa Bay, because Tampa Bay's won the one three the three the last. Two last three against us. I forgot who they play the next year. And then, and then they played against um. They and then Colorado won last year. So we'll see what happens in the hockey. Now let's go to football. The Cowboys. The Cowboys are four and two. That's that's bonkers. A five and two. Get the 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 Cowboys have have done really really well this year. Despite the fact that Dak got hurt in week one, they had to go to their backup their backup and Cooper Rush and. Yep, the five and two. Same thing as my Chiefs. So, I think the Cowboys are going to do really, really good this year. I can see them going to the NC Championship game. I can also see them not making the playoffs. But then again, the NFC is kind of weak this year because the NFC East. Is like the best division of football right now, with three teams in the top ten for the records. You got the Eagles, the Giants, are one and two. Buffalo's number three. Minnesota's number four. Kansas City's number five. New York Jets number six, and the Cowboys are number seven. Now the Cowboys, Jets, and the Chiefs are all the same record. Do I think the Jets are going to keep this up? Probably not. I hope they do, because that would be funny. If both New York teams make the playoffs, how's the NFL going to do? How's the NFL going to do the whole scheduling thing? Like, what if, what if let's say the Jets and the Giants both make it to the NFC and the AFC Championship game, and they're both at home? For one, that would be that'd be fucking awesome. Two, New York's New York area, like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, 
that whole area will go bonkers. And then you got Buffalo on top of their asses. Who I think, I, Buffalo is my pick to win the Super Bowl this year. Because Josh Allen is a bad motherfucker. That man can launch that motherfucking ball where he can fucking want to. Him, Pat, him and Patty Mahomes has two of the, the biggest arms in, in the NFL. Because they can launch that motherfucker so fucking far that it's, it's scary to watch them play. Especially when they played last year in that historic overtime game in the, in the, the, the division round, the playoffs. Where Patrick won by a fucking coin flip. Then you got, then the next week they played Cincinnati and they lost because of the coin flip. But also, Patrick should have known better than not to throw that fucking interception the last minute. So that's on their asses. Do I think the Cowboys can win the, the NFC East, but the, the, the Eagles and the Giants have a better record, but the Cowboys have already played the Giants this year, I think. Um, yeah, the the Cowboys are the the the, the Giants have only lost with the, to the Cowboys, and that was a couple weeks ago. So. If the, if the Cowboys, can, and that was in New York, if the Cowboys can beat the Giants on Thanksgiving and they go the same way, the Cowboys have a better head-to-head record than the Giants do. Now, the Eagles, on the other hand, they look to be unstoppable. An unstoppable juggernaut in the NFC right now because they're undefeated. And the Cowboys lost to them by nine points. Do I think Cooper Rush should play better? Yes. Could they? Could they? Should have they stopped Jalen Hurts in that Eagles offense? Yeah. But I don't think it was going to be enough anyways. The Eagles are just a little bit better than the Cowboys, and I think the Eagles are going to win this division, which will continue the really stupid, the really stupid record of. Nobody since 2002 to repeat as division champions for the NFC East. In the past 15 years, all four teams have at least won it at least once or twice. The the Commanders won it a couple years ago off of a fluke. The Cowboys have come close to repeating. The Eagles have come close to repeating. And the Giants have come close to, to, to repeating. I wonder if when I wonder if that's ever gonna break. Maybe next year, maybe in the next couple years, I don't know. There is one thing I, I wanna see happen one day, one year, is there's a thing in the NFL called the Bird Gauntlet, which you play the Seahawks, the Cardinals, the Ravens, the Eagles. What was the other one? I know there's five. 
There's five bird teams. Oh, and the Falcons. If you play all five all five teams and beat them, you can you can go the gauntlet and beat all five teams. The Saints the Saints were on their way to doing it, and then the Cardinals said, "Uh uh-uh. uh, not today, Bubba," and they beat them. So that's that, that's over. But will we ever see that? Will we ever see a bird gauntlet happen? I'm about to make a poll on Twitter, and I want y'all to go on Twitter. My Twitter is at Wally. Uh, it's at Wally W A L E underscore Wallace ninety four. Go on my Twitter account and go vote in the poll I'm about, I'm about to I'm about to put up. And I may put it on Facebook too if I can figure out how to do it. But I want to I want to see it happen. I want to see it happen, but I don't think it will. Honestly, because if let's say one team has beaten four teams and the last team is, let's say, the Seahawks in Seattle, the Seahawks have a, have a chance of winning that game. Because the 12s are insane. That stadium is loud as hell. It's the second loudest stadium in the league behind Arrowhead. If I'm not guessing, if I'm not right, one I know one's one, one's two, so I don't know what the order is, but that's one place I would love to go see a game. They're in Airhead. I want to go to Airhead so bad. Go see my Chiefs play in person someday. We'll see. Um, I am gonna do another another podcast in a couple of days to talk about probably next week. Talking about uh, Black Adam and what I think about it, because I want I want to go see it. I want to go see Black Adam, Black Adam in person. I may go Sunday after I go to the Allen American game. That's gonna be fun. I'll talk about that too. Um, I want to talk about the Rangers. So the Rangers hired Bruce Bochy, who was the Giants manager from 2010, I think. To 2017, when he won three three World Series, and he, I I want to see him make the Rangers a competitor again. I want to see him and Chris Chris Young, who everybody calls him CY because that's easier. I want to see them build something. To where you can do whatever the hell you want and they'll still win. Just like I want to see Joy McGuire does at Texas Tech, which I'll get to. I'll get to his ass in a minute. Now let's talk about Texas Tech for a minute. Texas Tech is four and three this year for football. The losses have been by twelve. 
9, and 10. So the, the losses have been by pretty much by double digits this year. Against North Carolina State, Kansas State, and Oklahoma State. Now, if, now that's another gauntlet, too. If you can beat all the state schools, that'd be funny. If you lose all the state schools, that ain't funny. So Iowa State in November, that should be fun. Now let's talk about what's going on in Lubbock this Saturday night. Patrick Mahomes is getting honored. Is getting his number retired in the in the at the stadium. He's also going to be going to the Ring of Honor. The and I forgot what else he's going into, but they're going to have a giant ceremony against Baylor Saturday night in Lubbock. Um. Those tickets are fucking expensive. I wish I, I wish I could have go to I could have gone to that game, but I'll be at home watching it. Hopefully, I won't be alone watching it, but we'll see. Because I want to see what they do against Baylor. Baylor is a really good school. They're four and three, just like Tech is. They've had a couple a couple couple losses. Um. And they're close too, so I mean, their first first game they lost by six. They could have won that game. They weren't gonna win against Oklahoma, uh, against Oklahoma State. West Virginia won off of a fluke. I just, I'm just, I want to see what Baylor does for the rest of the year. Like I want to see how the rest of the Big Twelve does. Except for Texas and Oklahoma, because bye bye, adios. I'll talk about what what happened the past weekend. I think it's really fucking funny, but I want to see how Baylor does because Baylor was supposed to be, you know, the school that was going to win the Big Twelve championship. It was between Baylor, Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma. Because that was like the picks for the early earlier this year. No one saw TCU coming out coming out of nowhere and being undefeated. Not one mother effort. Now Tech plays TCU and next week. Next Saturday night in Fort Texas. Where they are trying to stop Tech fans from buying tickets to the game. They did it in basketball. They did it in baseball. They did it last year, a couple years ago in football. They, that's where, like, if you're on Twitter and you see a bunch of Tech people tweeting out Cassis's or whatever, it's because of a TCU coach. That's funny. That, that blew up within hours and no, I, so, I'm in my apartment. I just got off work. My phone starts going off. It's on Twitter. I'm on Twitter the whole night, looking at all the tweets from tech people, from this, from that, from you know whatever. And it's because all because of the coach at TCU said that Lubbock was in the desert, which part of him is not wrong. But he's also not right because 
Lubbock is actually Lubbock has a has a I guess city vibe to it, but it's it's a yes and no answer when it comes to being a desert because once you come east, like past Lubbock, going into like Post and Snyder and uh, going to Abilene, there's nothing but but straight straight roads and wind turbines everywhere. Now you might come up, come past a gas station or a little town called Post who has a couple of restaurants here and there. Um, they have a grocery store, which obviously they have to, but it's just it's it's a small little town. And then that's like the last the last town you see until you get to Lubbock. Cause you go Abilene, Post, and Lubbock. Well, that the whole Lubbock of the desert that blew up in the coach's face, and I thought I laughed for the rest of the whole time. Nothing that makes me funny. I mentioned that a minute ago. The refs called zero flags on Oklahoma State Saturday night when Oklahoma State played Texas. Now there's. there's rumors going around, conspiracy theories going around that it was the Big 12's way of saying have fun in the SEC because Texas and Oklahoma may leave after this year or if not next year to go to the SEC to join the mega conference, as I call it. And the same thing happened to uh, to USC against Utah, I think. Yeah, it was against Utah. Same thing happened to USC because USC is living the the Pac-12 to go to the Big Ten, which I want to know who who her brain thought it was a great idea to take two schools from California and move their asses all all over the other side of the country to join the 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 Big Ten. Makes no fucking sense. What they should have done. It's combined the Pac-12 and the Big Ten and the one giant conference, and it has two divisions, or I guess say four divisions. And then that way, if let's say, and then that way there wouldn't be no, no, there should be no non-conference games anymore. If a conference is that that damn big. There should not be a, a non-conference game anymore. There should be the conference the whole time. So, as I was saying, there should be two conferences, or there should be there should be no non-conference games when the conference is that damn big. But there will be because these small schools like. Jackson State or uh, what's another one? ACU or something like that, where they go to these big, these big ass schools like Tech, TCU, Baylor, Oklahoma, Texas, Arkansas, A and M, whatever, and they get their and they get a big check for a million dollars or two million or whatever, and then they lose. So. Since Texas and Oklahoma joined the SEC, there should be no non-conference games in football. 
Basketball, you can't go to this more games. Baseball, yes. But football, no. But because of these non-conference games, you get these schools paying schools like Athlete State $1.5 million to come to their school to lose when they end up winning the fucking game. That's funny. Ha ha. Fuck you, Yankees. I don't, I don't, I don't understand why they do that shit. Why they pay these schools so much money to lose. They lost the fucking game. They lost the game to Athletic State. When they had, I forgot, there's a meme going around that said, A&M and Texas State have played, both played Athletic State. One has one five-star recruit, which is Texas State. The other one has like 20 or so, which is A&M. Could you figure out what your loss to, to Athletic State? More people say Texas State lost. But no, 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 no. The Aggies lost. And Texas State won. They beat the Mountaineers. So, that whole thing is funny, too. Like, you have all these badass players, but you lose to, you lose to Appalachian State. You, they've lost the past three games. Jimbo Fisher's getting under fire from the Aggies fans for being a jackass, for Sucking ass. <laughs> From the, I don't want to say it, but it's a cult. And causation. I don't want to get killed for it, but fuck it. It's a goddamn cult. They are jackasses in Aggieland. I always want to go to a causation game. I always want to go to an a game just to see what kind of what kind of nonsense bullshit they doing out there. Like, what the fuck? Like, the whole thing is stupid. Now, the reason why they left the Big 12 in the first place is because of Texas. I wonder if they're going to get little bro syndrome again and want to leave the SEC because here comes the big bag, Longhorn from the Big 12 again. Going to the SEC where a thought they could get away from it, but now they're not. I just I just hope they re- they renewed the rivalry. That game every year, which was on which was either on Thanksgiving night or Black Friday, was one of the one of my favorite games to watch. Not because, you know, I, I don't like both schools. I have friends that went to both schools. That's why. That's also why I like watching Texas OU. Because I have friends that went to both schools. And they talk shit to each other every fucking year. And one of them can't handle it. And then they start bitching about it. Which I'm sitting in the back laughing my ass off. Because those those games, they would swing how the fans react to the whole year. I think, to, and then, oh, and this is another thing. So, apparently, University of Texas is trying to back out of an agreement with Texas Tech University to play them in every sport 
is not football and basketball when the Texans go to the SEC. Why? Because they're scared. I don't think they're scared. I think that the whole the whole scheduling thing is is gonna be an issue, which I don't care. I don't blame. Bye. Get the fuck out of here. Now I think Tech and let's say Oklahoma State or Tech and Baylor or Tech and somebody should play another game at the Cotton Bowl during the fair. So that way the Big Twelve has a game, the SEC has a game, and then you got. Grambling State versus Prairie every year, so they can have three games in, in that stadium, to where, or, or what they should do, because it's only three weeks long. Have one to kick off the fair, one in the middle, and then one in it at the end of it. It's easy. That would be that. I'm not gonna lie. That would be cool, because Tech and Baylor played there three times. Two or three times before they moved it to AT&T Stadium, which they remember that game. The game from the Cotton Bowl to that stadium was a really, I guess, good idea, but also a dumb idea because the only reason they moved it was so they can do the college football playoffs and eventually the championship game, which, in hindsight, it's more money for the state. It's more money for you know, that area of Arlington, that sort of stuff. Um, that, but they took that game from, from the, the classic Cotton Bowl in Dallas, which was, I've gone to at least one or two games there. And I love the atmosphere. I love the, how old it is, how you walk in there and you, and you feel the history hitting your face. That's how I got on Saturday when I went to the fair. We were walking around, and I just started looking at it. And I was like, all those players that played there before, all those great teams that played there before, hockey was there two years ago, two, two, three years ago. So, different sports was there. You had football, soccer, and then hockey. They also had the World Cup there. So you had international games there. That's coming back in a couple of years to Arlington, which I I I hope I get I get to go to one of those games. But but the history, just knowing that, knowing the history of all these all these different schools who played in that stadium, was mind blowing to me. And I can't. I really want to be able to do more things like that. Go to go to these stadiums that have a lot of history, a lot of prestige, a lot of greatness that's happening in these stadiums. And I've always, I've been to AT and T Stadium once, no twice. I went to Mania, and I went to the thing for my work. So hopefully I get to go again soon. And this time, if it's not for a a football game, hopefully they do the the, the NHL Stadium Series there, because that would be, that would be bonkers. I'm not gonna lie, that would be bonkers. Um, they can do it at that stadium, or they can do it at the Ranger Ballpark too. 
or they can do it at the Emergenic Comp Bowl. They can do it in, in uh, at SMU, or they can do it at TTU, or they can do it at the the Old Region Ballpark, which is called Chata Stadium or whatever. They can they have all these stadiums around DFW to where they can do the stadium series. But they've already done the draft, the All-Star game, and the Winter Classic in Dallas. So they may have to wait a couple more years before they come back here for a big event like that. And if they do, that'd be cool. I'm going to go. I'm going to try to go. I'm going to try to get the nephew to go with me. Because me and him have seen history. Not once, but twice. So, if we if we want to watch history, it's me and him. We went and saw Beltran hit his three thousand hit. That was cool. I we didn't think it was gonna happen that day. So, hopefully it happens. Hopefully that'd be cool. Um, if it does, I'll if it comes back, I'm gonna be geeking out about it. So this will be me signing off for now. Thank you guys for listening. I love all of you. I will have guests on here soon, I promise. Until then, Wally's out.